one play at a time, huh? Play for each other. Love y'all. Hey, enjoy it today. Control the emotion. It's going to be live. But we're going to make it even live. Here we go. Win on three. One, two, three. Win. Baby, need some shoes. Let's go, boys. Game now. Game. We got one goal. Let's win. You shoot. I shoot with you. Here we go. Win on three. One, two, three. Win. edition of across the bills from across the board sports i am your gracious host patrick gancheski along with the queen of the social media of the bills mafia stephanie wilson and we are bringing you all bills talk and maybe some other stuff in the nfl because it is the off season it is super bowl week even though it doesn't feel like super bowl week but it is but anyways, I'd like to introduce my beautiful co-host. She is the queen of the Bills Mafia. You know her of Josh Burner's Burner account. God knows what other name she's gone by on Twitter. Stephanie Wilson, how are you tonight? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. We're going to talk Bills, Bills, and Bills. No, it's not the Destiny's Child song. It's the Buffalo Bills. Hashtag Bills Mafia. <laughs> And leading off tonight, we're going to give you a little bit of a background about ourselves because, like I said, debut issue, debut edition, whatever you want to call it. My name is Patrick Gancheski. I live in Buffalo, New York, have lived in Buffalo, New York pretty much all my life, even though I was born in South Dakota, moved to Buffalo as a young, young child and have been a Bills fan pretty much my life because, hey, living in Buffalo. Yes, I've lived through wide right. I have lived through the drought and everything else. But this isn't really much about me and my history, because if you know who I am based on my profile with Twitter and everything, you know, I'm a wrestling fan. You've heard me on Turnbuckle Talk Radio podcast. Yes, I'm going to put myself over. But this is more about my co-host because she's guested on shows. Never actually co-hosted. So, Stephanie Wilson, you have the floor. Tell the people out there in across the Bills land all about you. Hi, everyone. This is Stephanie. Um, I've been a Bills fan from basically the womb. Um, my dad and his family hail from Tonawanda, and he grew up a Bills fan. He... Went to, he attended uh, games at War Memorial, and he has imparted those stories to me. And then he's kind of just passed the torch of being a Bills fan to my brother and me. And we grew up going to Bills fan or Bills games in the '90s. So I've been to Buffalo a number of times. Um, I'm actually based in Boston, um, right outside of Boston, actually. 
And so I am very much deep into uh, enemy territory when it comes to uh, the Patriots. Um, so it can pose as a quite difficult. Um, but yeah, uh, I am very thrilled for this opportunity. This is my first time ever co-hosting on a podcast. I've always just guessed it. So I'm, I'm really excited to be joining you. Okay, well, I do have one question. Okay. You're from Boston. You're based in Boston. Okay. That is New England Patriot territory land. Yes. Okay, how? How do you survive? It's it's a struggle. I retreat to, I go to, uh, there's there's two Boston Bills backers, uh, chapters, actually. There's, there's Bills backers everywhere. <laughs> yes. So I've kind of connected with the Bills Mafia there. Mm-hmm. But yes, like all my coworkers at work, they're all, for the most part, Patriots fans. There's like one um, outlier. He's like a Rams fan, but everyone. I'm like the token Bills fan in the office. That that's Crazy. random. One person's like, "Hey, my team is the Rams." Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, so people have given me crap in the past for being a Bills fan, but I just I can take it. You know, I'm a tough cookie, and um, the good news is, uh, not to segue here, but it, the Bills are kind of on the on a rise, on the rise. So, in in terms of being a contender, so it'll be a good time. That's 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 the positive about this is over the last few years the 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 quote unquote process that. All that all of Buffalo knows about uh, Sean McDermott, Brandon Bean, also known as the uh, Carolina Bills. Because, yeah. because God forbid. And speaking of that, um, earlier today, because like I said, I am a Buffalo Bills fan. I've been a Bills fan all my life, but I've also been a Carolina Panthers fan since their inception. Uh, fell in love with the colors, fell in love with the jerseys. Um, also not to mention fell in love with a couple of the players when they're like on their initial roster. So I've been a Carolina Panthers fan as well. And they've kind of at times been in my number one team because they were doing better than the bills. So like now all of a sudden it's like the, the tables have shifted a little bit again because it's like at points it's like, okay, it's 50, 50. I'm good. Both, both teams are winning. And then the bills have kind of been doing what the bills do. The Panthers have been good, and now it's like the Panthers are starting to really build, and the Bills are like now on the rise. So it's kind of like, okay, my Bills fandom is is has priority now. So I have a question for you. Okay. Um, what did you think of Luke Keekley retiring? <sighs> that was unexpected. Right? I found it shocking. It was. It was very. It was very unexpected because he had only been in the league eight years, but I can understand it because he was playing such a prime position, middle linebacker, constantly in leading the league, constantly leading the team in in tackles, constantly mm-hmm. being one of the top like top people in tackles in the NFL in general. 
so that ta- that takes a toll on your body and everything. So yeah. and plus, he has like a really bad concussion. Yeah, plus the last like the last couple of seasons, he's been battling concussions and everything yeah. and yeah. whatnot. So yeah, while it was unexpected, it was I, I don't blame the guy. Like mm-hmm. you want you want to be able to have the rest of your life being full mind sound and body. Yeah. Um. And as far as the Panthers, when I said they they seem like they're rebuilding, they, the announcement today of them mutually parting ways with Greg Olson, which, yes. which then, then, because the Bills are known as the Carolina Bills. Oh my gosh. The, the couple of people that felt the, some of the journalists up here in Buffalo were instantly going, Greg Olson would be a great, great addition to this team because Sean McDermott talked about players that he wants Josh Allen that can players that Josh Allen can trust. And Greg Olson would be great for that. Bring Greg Olson in on like a two year contract. He would help. He would help the, he would help the tight end, tight end position develop with Dawson Knox and Tommy Sweeney. And I'm just like, that's actually not a bad idea. But we'll get more into that later. So, also on the land of Twitter, Tom Brady tweeting out a picture, looking like he's gonna drop drop the hot the hot the the hot shit of 2020. It looks like he's in he's in the entranceway, either walking away or walking towards the stadium. We're not sure. People are like, hey, it's cryptic. Uh, what is he going to do? What's your opinion? So I saw that it got posted at 6.36, and it just blew up. I think it broke Twitter, to be honest, because there's so much speculation behind it. It's kind of like this artsy, artsy black and white photo. Um, it's like something out of you would see out of, of out of Life magazine, and he's just wearing this black trench coat, and it, it's hard to determine whether or not he's walking towards you or towards the field. Yeah. Um, but then, so just recently, like within the next few hours, Adam Schefter tweeted out, "Oh, my sources said that he it's not related to his future." So I don't know. Is he trolling us? You know what? Tom Brady is Tom Brady is a troll. He 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 definitely his internet troll game is definitely strong. Right. Um I did see I did see one tweet that was that was funny. Um I believe I I might have even retweeted it. Um and yeah, it was from uh from Bradley Gelber who covers the Bills here in Buffalo. And somebody had tweeted out, give me your, your wildest Tom Brady theories now. And he like re, like retweeted and commented. He's like, Brady decides to join the Bills as Josh Allen's backup because he wants to pass the torch to someone worthy of greatness. And it's got the gif of Yoda from Empire Strikes Back raising the, raising the ship with the force. And I popped for it. I popped for it because I was like, yo, ain't that, wouldn't that be some shit? Like Tom Brady, all of a sudden the Buffalo Bills have signed Tom Brady to a one-year contract, and Tom Brady just freaking Jedi Jedi trains Josh Allen to be the next oh God, the next goat. Crazy. 
Like, not to mention Buffalo. Buffalo itself would lose its sh- collective shit. <laughs> like, with the headline, Buffalo, bu- breaking news, the Bill signed Tom Brady to a one-year deal. But people would just be like, well, he's 30, God knows what, and three against us. If you can't beat him, join him. Join him, yeah. So, like... Is it going to happen? Probably not. Honestly, I honestly, if, if Tom Brady's not in New England next year, he's probably going to be in L.A. I think it's so interesting, though, is, and I don't know how old you are. I'm 29. So I am 37. I'm old. Okay, sorry. I, there's, like, a generation of Bills fans that haven't seen, like, they grew up with Tom Brady. Yes. But, like, they don't... Like we saw his entire career. Yeah, the we saw the six the sixth round draft pick behind Drew Bledsoe and the the Drew Bledsoe injury and the ascension and and all that. I like talked to some Bills fans and they can't recall the Music City Miracle because they weren't even born. Yeah. So it's just so interesting. I was nine and I remember it and I was upset and I didn't understand. You know. Not to men- not to mention whenever 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 the Bills play Tennessee or they play Houston or they play some other team, it's like. Hey, look at this memory. Whether it's good or bad, we we must remind you. It's always, it's either like the comeback game or the Music City Miracle or the Wide Right. Yep. Or or the or the 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 fifty two seventeen shellacking in Dallas with Dallas. Oh, and here's a shot of Niagara Falls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and what's what's funny? What's funny is. The more I've seen the replay of the Music City Miracle, the more I have come to come to terms with that as they didn't want Buffalo advancing. That was a forward pass. They wanted Tennessee to win. It was a conspiracy theory because Buffalo should have been. Because honestly, if Buffalo would have won that game, Buffalo probably would have went to the Super Bowl this year. Because that, because the AFC brother, was not very yeah. strong. Yeah, my brother still stands by that argument. You know, like that. What's What's bad is that is that is the mu- the year of the music miracle and the 2006 Eastern Conference Finals against the Carolina Hurricanes are like oh the two God. years that built like Buffalo sports fans like Bills and Sabres go yo that was our year someone decided they didn't want us to have it though like we pissed someone off or something and they decided no mm-hmm. but i've also i've also lived by the fact that if if and when the bills and or Sabres ever win a championship. The scene from Bruce Almighty at the end of the movie is the exact thing that's going to happen. Refresh my memory. I've seen the movie. What what happens? After Complete the- chaos. For listeners. Complete chaos. Like if yeah. you've seen the movie Bruce Almighty, the he like Jim Carrey announces the Sabres have won the Stanley Cup. And there's fires and rioting and God knows that's that's essentially what Buffalo is going to be. The city will burn to the ground. (laughs) It it would. It it it. it, uh, Let me tell you though, because I live in Boston and it's very hard. They just had their parade last year. 
when the Patriots won the Super Bowl. Not to mention the parades for the Red Sox and, and Celtics. And it's just like in the Bruins. Yeah. It's, it's a lot. So I think the Patriots fans are in kind of a rude awakening um, once Tom Brady leaves, whether he retires, whether he goes to a different team. They're not going to be mentally prepared. They're going to be in for a rude awakening. Uh, you know what? I, I will. I, I do believe that. I think I think the I think the Patriots fans are definitely in for a reality check because you're no longer going to have Tom Brady. But truth be told, there have been times where Tom Brady has not been under center. And the Patriots have still won games like they went. They went 11 and 5 with Matt, Matt frickin' Castle. So it, it, it has to be Bill Belichick. So, so as, as much as, as much, yeah. Bill Bel- granted, Bill Belichick does not play quarterback. <laughs> but as much as it, as much it is, is the greatness that is Tom Brady. And I'm, mm-hmm. and I will say this Tom Brady is the GOAT. I, 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 I he is. Like, yeah, he, he is the GOAT. Mm-hmm. Granted, yes, he's not undefeated in Super Bowls like Joe Montana is or whatever. But, and granted, yes, Montana played it at a different time. But Tom Brady is the GOAT. Like, he, he has the epitome of consistency his entire career. And the thing is, is... I would love to see Josh Allen become something like that because um, somebody tweeted out earlier that we had like the, the, the core that we have Allen, Singletary, Milano, Edmonds, Trey white. I look at that in the same light of the nineties of the 90 Super Bowl team where you had Kelly Reed, Thurman, Bruce, Tally, like you had, you had your core guys mixed in with the, some other talent, and that, like, I look at that same youthful build build of talent that the Bills have today in the same light as the the '90 Super Bowl teams. That yep. all you need is probably a few more pieces here or there to improve a couple areas and you can make a run because we are, we all saw, because I'll tell you now the, from this past playoffs and mm-hmm. um, Mike, Vra- I, I, I can't remember if it was variable or somebody else, but so um, might've been one of the, I think it might've been one of the cornerbacks from Tennessee. They said it, they watched the bills. They saw, they watched the Bills Ravens game. They took a lot of what the Bills did, uh, yep. the Bills did, and applied it to their defense. And you saw what the you did, what they did to the Ravens. <laughs> so it's the thing of the Bills have the blueprint to make a run and be one of them top contending teams in the AFC every year. 
you just need to add a few more pieces. Yep. And that was like the first thing that popped into my head and not to bring up sensitive topics, but I've kind of moved on with the playoffs and losing, collapsing against the Texans and losing in overtime. I was just like, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. You know what? I don't... Yes. <laughs> was I screaming and yelling at my television? Oh, yes, I was. I was upset. I was upset. And then I had to take some time. And, what what and, was you know. like, I, I wasn't, was I upset for the next like couple hours? Yes. But I got over it because it was one of them things of, I didn't really look at it as the bills collapsed. I looked at it more as the bills started to play safe yeah. instead of, going after it like they had in the first half half because you watch that first half they're up in Deshaun Watson's face every freaking play but then in the second half and then it's the second half it's like hey we're playing cover six zone like the entire game it was soft it was soft it's like hey look like I understand and this is the thing is I understand everybody yeah there was the 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 kickoff and there were was the t- the delay again the clock the play clock hitting zero and there were other factors and whatnot but the truth the truth of the matter is with that with that game they're not there yet because Deshaun Watson showed showed the talent that he has like yeah. it he they went the Texans went in the went into went into halftime going down sixteen nothing going okay we need to figure out what we need to do to change this up and they yeah. did the Bills decided instead of keep attacking like they were they played back and they got burned <laughs> it's simple as that. It, it's you also got to remember as as talented as the Bills have been over the last three years. Granted, the first year where they broke the drought, that was a fluke. That was pure luck. Yeah. They, did they have a good season? Yes. Did they have a relatively oh, a season that people didn't expect them to have? Yes, they did. They went nine and seven with Tyrod freaking Taylor of all people. Okay. They 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 made the playoffs on a luck shot by Andy Dalton. Okay. The following year was was hey we're getting out of salary cap prison. This year's not going to be good. They still competed. They went six and ten. They could have easily gone eight and eight. Or nine and seven had the had a couple of plays, a couple other, a couple of different plays gone their way in certain games that season. This past season, they they went ten and six. They had a great year. They could have they could have done more because there were game there were a couple of games that they should have won, but they didn't and, and whatnot. It's just they're not there, and that's the thing. Like you saying they're not there yet is the perfect thing to say because they're not they're said that, yeah sorry not to interject here no. but i said that when we went toe-to-toe with the patriots the second time around yeah at gillette um which by the way i had my phone was because blo- i'm friends with a lot of patriots fans so my phone was like blowing up like saying, oh my God, you guys played a really good game. Like these were coming from Patriots. Yeah. <laughs> and like Josh Allen was amazing and or da 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 da. But um yeah, so I was
was like floored by that. And then when we went, when we played against the Ravens, I said the same thing as well. We're 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 inching. We're we're moving in a positive direction. Yeah. We just need to take care of some things. Yeah, it's just a matter of not being there just yet. And what's what's funny is we we I, I meant to take I meant to take a little bit of a break, like probably about eight minutes ago. But we were kind of, we kind of started to segue into the second segment, so it was kind of like ah, okay, we'll take a break at thirty, call it a day. Yeah. Um, but this is the thing. It's one of the things is in both games against the Patriots. If you look at the first game that was here in Buffalo, yeah, they lost 16-10. The reason they lost is because of blocked punt. Yep. Simple as that. Like, like the thing is, is that you, if you listen to the post game after that Patriots game that was here in, in Buffalo, like there was like, yo, okay, we're three and one. We we like we weren't expecting to beat the Patriots, but that game showed the Bills could compete because they they their defense showed up and they lost because they misread they misread they misread how the Patriots were lining up for a punt. I mean, I'm, I mean, how many times have we watched a Bills Patriots game and it's just gonna by halftime by halftime by halftime we're like, eh, nope, we're done. It's like JP Lostman as our quarterback, and we're like, great. It's like. Monday, I still have flashbacks to JP Lossman being our quarterback on Monday Night Football. Oh, oh God! She brought out the JP Lossman. PTSD. She's got, she brought out JP Lossman. Nah, it, it, no, nothing can be nothing like as bad as as bad as as bad as JP Lossman Lossman on Monday Night against the Patriots can be. That Be- was like one of those where were you when you watched that? And yeah. I know exactly where I was. Yeah. I was living in Chicago. It was a school night. <laughs> like <laughs> what like I was I was eight rows from the end zone, the Monday night game against the Monday night game against the Cleveland Browns, Trent Edwards throwing three picks and a nine oh, three loss. Or the Leotis McKelvin fumble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like there's so many moments. Like, and like that's part of the rivalry, I guess. Is it is it really a rivalry? Because we've always been the Patriots' doormat. I mean, we've had some victories. True, truth be told, for over the last fifteen, over the last fifteen years, the AFC East has been the Patriots' doormat. Occasion, yeah. occasionally, occasionally, one the Jets or Dolphins will compete and win. Or whatever, the Bills have kind of just been the Bills because, God forbid, we 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 couldn't find a coach, we couldn't find a quarterback because right. they, they kept it, because I look at it as the Bills were in love with Southern Californian quarterbacks. I mean, <laughs> I was like, no, give me somebody from the cold that can handle coldness and wind, not sun. I know, and it's it's just so frustrating. And then I try to explain to people, like I really want Josh Allen to be. I am like so desperate for Josh Allen to be our franchise quarterback because for so long it's just been one terrible QB carousel, one after another. I just want consistency. Yeah, and and 
I I truthfully believe Josh Allen is the franchise quarterback. Like, there's some people who don't think that. <sighs> nah. And I maybe they can call me delusional that I've somehow I'm drinking the Kool Aid, but I believe he's our quarterback. You want to know something? Uh, okay. For the people that I'm a, I'm a reality check some people. For the people out there that believe Josh Allen is not the Bill, Buffalo Bills franchise quarterback, Lamar Jackson aside, okay? Lamar Jackson aside, because God forbid that man's amazing in the Baltimore system. All right. Look at what Sam Darnold, Sam Darnold's doing okay. I'll say that. Look at the tire fire that is Baker Mayfield. Okay. That quarterback, like that quarterback class, it's like, it's like they were all looking at it as, okay, everybody was like Baker, Lamar, Darnold, Allen. Allen was always like ranked at the bottom of that list or whatever. Okay. Well, they had him as a bust. Yeah. They had him as a bust and everything. Yeah. And. Has has Josh Allen improved? Has Josh Allen improved on his accuracy? Yeah, his his short short to medium range accuracy has improved has improved, and I, and that's that's to the detriment of John Brown and Cole Beasley and Dawson Knox and and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But the man can throw the ball deep. If it, it, it's there were there were times where it's like. All right, Josh, we know you have an arm. Put a little bit of touch on the ball. Just it. Like you don't have to you don't have to Brett you don't have to Brett Favre or Aaron Rodgers the ball and gun it out. Just put a little bit of touch on the ball and his you just you just like so funny story. It's interesting because I read an article and he was interviewed and he's a golfer. Yeah. I don't know if you know this. He yeah. Golfs. So when he swings, he doesn't he has to like get into that mindset as a golfer that he doesn't need to hit it so hard. Yep. Much like throwing, he has a cannon of an arm, he doesn't have to try so hard, you know? And he's forcing it. Yeah. Like my the the prime the prime example the prime example that I would love Josh Allen through is the throw that Pat Mahomes had to Sammy Watkins in the AFC title game. Yeah, because beautiful. If that's if that's Josh Allen throwing that ball, that ball is about that ball is about five yards ahead of Sammy Watkins. Right. And so we'll talk about this later, but I think we need to find someone to compete that he is able to have that connection with in terms of throwing that deep ball. It, would you say, would, is that reasonable? Yeah, no, it's reasonable. It's reasonable yeah. because, like, truth be told, they need they need a receiver. They need a receiver that can stretch the field, but also go up for the balls. Right, a jump ball. Yeah. yeah. Like, and like I said, we'll get into that later. Yeah, we can. But it's it's one of the things of if you watch and people and people that go, oh, the Bills could have had Pat Mahomes. Listen, we we traded it. We got Trey White. Get over it. Because you know what? 
there's no guaranteed Pat Mahomes would be Pat Mahomes in Buffalo. Right. Okay. Such a weak argument. It's one of the things of when I see people tweet that, I'm just like, and Pat Mahomes could have easily been drafted here and been a bust. Yeah. I was like, because you know what? All you got to do is look at it is what is what funny is before we get to the break is Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins had an interview and he said the trade from Buffalo revitalized his career. I was like, yo, bro, you realize your stats have like decreased since you left Buffalo, right? Like, th- yeah, you're in the Super Bowl. Great for you. Clap, for you. clap, clap, clap. But you're the fourth wide receiver on a Kansas City Chiefs team. Yep. <laughs> Behind Tyree Kill, Demarcus Robinson, and a rookie. <laughs> and How is he doing injury-wise? Like, he's always struggled with his foot injury. It, he, it seems like he's been fine. It, it seems like the injury really? has been, fi- okay. been fine. Like, he's okay. had... But it's still the fact of... He's like, oh, my career got revitalized. I'm like, dude... I was like, you spent a year, you spent a year in LA, basically playing second fiddle to Robert Woods. <laughs> I loved Bobby Woods. I'm so sad that he no longer. Speaking speaking of Robert Woods, I I I, he, I, love he, him. I in my my Madden connected franchise league, he's back. He's back where he belongs. Oh, I wish he would come back. <laughs> He's back where he belongs. I was such a big Bobby Woods fan. Yeah, it, it was one of the things. I still am. <laughs> I, I, I did. I loved Robert Woods' mentality and everything. It, it's yeah. it's a shame he got drafted when he did because if Robert Woods was if Robert Woods was here, I think him and Josh Allen would have chemistry. Oh, yeah. Was would have a fantastic chemistry. But we're gonna take a short break because we have bills to pay. Um, and stuff. We gotta get some promotional stuff out for across the board and whatnot. We'll be back momentarily, so keep it locked here. Across the Bills, Patchy and Stuffy. Keep it locked. Back to Across the Bills, brought to you by Across the Board Sports. Pat G and Stuffy here, and we've kind of hit all factors and everything. Gave you a little bit of history of us with how we've been Bills fans and what and whatnot. Kind of recap the season, hit a couple of things on social media and Twitter. And granted, yes, the show is across is called Across the Bills, but I feel like we're gonna also talk some other NFL things here because it's the off season. We need to fill time, get used to it, live and learn, enjoy, download, subscribe, of course, because you can listen to us on all your podcasting medias. And as we say over on the TTRP, yes, I'm putting myself over again, wherever you find your fine ass podcasts. But anyway, moving on, of course, it is the season. It is the offseason. And granted, yes, the Super Bowl is Sunday. The Kansas City Chiefs playing the San Francisco 49ers. But in here in uh, Buffalo land, we're looking towards the offseason, free agency and the draft. And with a lot of mock drafts coming out over the last few weeks, 
And they kind of have all been saying the same things. The Bills are either going to look at wide receiver or edge rusher. And one of the my, one of the latest ones that have come out have the Bills taking either um, Jefferson from LSU or Higgins from Clemson. Who do you want the Bills to draft? Um, so I, I watched the national championship. Did you watch it? I watched part of it. <laughs> yeah. Joey Burrow did fantastic, but we know he's going to the Bengals. Yeah, yes. Uh, if you follow Stephanie on Twitter, you you do know she ha- she's a stand for Joe Burrow. Yeah, I like I'm thinking about drafting him in fantasy this year, so maybe. Um, but anyway, um, so yeah, a lot of Bills fans I noticed on social media they're very high up on T Higgins out of Clemson. Um, He's 6'4", he weighs 216 pounds, um, he's that big guy, um, and we need, we need that for Josh Allen, um, as we touched before, there, there's definitely a need, we're not there yet, so, uh, we need to find another offensive weapon, in this case, a wide receiver, uh, and, um, I just think he has really great hands, and, you know, I've, I've been doing some research on him and people are high up on the fact that his catch radius is impressive and he, he, he's, he's very good on, on jumping uh, getting jump balls so he is definitely like my number one if he's available um, you know what I, I've looked at the I've looked at the wide receiver prospect whatever for this upcoming draft. And while everybody's like, yeah, okay, yeah, T. Higgins from Clemson and everything. Mm-hmm. The wide receiver from Colorado. Um, yes. That's Le- also on the list. Jr. Honestly, I think he would be a better fit for the Bills. Because while he he he's he does he he's 6'2", but he he does a lot of things that you may not get from T Higgins. Mm-hmm. Where T Higgins can stretch the field and go up and catch the ball, like Ch- Chanel, like is the more of a better would probably have a better chemistry with 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 Allen because yes he can run and and go up and get the ball but he can also play that do cut that medium route and get open and fight and fight for them contested contested passes like along the sidelines or whatever like nothing against Duke Williams Duke Williams Duke Williams is is definitely someone that can improve but mm-hmm. he's still a raw product. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, granted, he got targeted ten times in the wild card game, but it's a thing of the lack of experience he had from playing showed. He couldn't like he was playing against legitimate NFL cornerbacks and couldn't make couldn't come up with couldn't make the catches that he should have been making. Because right. making those catches in practice against making them in a real game, entirely coming, two different things. We're coming from the CFL. Yeah. 
where 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 most <laughs> where you're not gonna have that same kind of level of competition and everything. How old? How old is uh, Johnson? Um. Johnson. Not sure. Do you, is he fairly young? Yo, yeah. I know he like. No, went through this incredible story and yeah, Duke. Yeah, Duke. Yeah, Duke. Will, yeah, he's very. He's fairly Not still young. Johnson Williams. Duke yeah. Johnson. Yeah. Duke Williams. I knew what you're. I knew who you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know where Johnson came from. Oh. Yeah, he's he's still fairly typically. He's still relatively young. Yeah. It's just one of them things of. It's just one of the things of like, yeah, he's young, but he's still raw. Where if you get you go in and draft a legitimate wide receiver product that, especially from Colorado and Chanel or the or Clemson with the SEC, because God forbid we know the SEC runs college football. Yeah. Um, it's one of the things of. There's also the possibility of of T. Higgins not even being there when the Bills do come come up I to draft. Know. And that's why I have him as like my fantasy, but I also have Chanel on my list. Yeah. And Justin Jefferson. Because because technically speaking, uh, technically speaking, the Bills are gonna the Bills are like because of their season and finishing ten and six. Like they're in the late teens as far as the draft picks, and just it, it's crazy. It, it's because looking at the, I think looking at the um, draft order this year, you have um, the Bengals. The Bengals, of course, have the number one pick. Mm-hmm. You know, we all know they're who they're taking. We all know who they're. They might bungle it. <laughs> you know what? If the Bengals do not take Joe Burrow, I'm going to laugh. I'm going to laugh so hard. I'm going to laugh. In- but he's, I mean, he's from Athens, Ohio. Like, Yeah, he's, he's the hometown. House hunting. And yeah. I am a Joey Burrow, like, watch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, of course, the Bengals have one. You have the Redskins at two. Detroit, the Giants, Dolphins, Chargers, Panthers, Cardinals, Jaguars, Browns, Jets, Raiders, Colts, Buccaneers, Denver Broncos, Atlanta Falcons, Dallas Cowboys, Miami, Oakland, Jacksonville, Philly, and Buffalo. Buffalo has the 22nd pick this year. Yep. So, and it's one of them things of... The other 21 teams in front of the Bills, some of them need wide receivers. Yeah. But all some of them also have other position needs that they that they have to address. But like the likeliness that T. Higgins gets gets to 22. Unlikely. So you may have to you may have to go focus on something else. So it's also one of the things of you also have to you also have to find another running back because I'm sorry I cannot handle Frank Gore and his 2.3 yards to carry again. 
Or TJ Yeldon? No. <laughs> Listen, you know what? Honestly, I wouldn't mind TJ Yeldon. Be- okay. Because this is the thing, is TJ Yeldon, when he did play, granted, he's not the not he's not the great running back that backup running back you need. But his ability out of the backfield to catch the ball is a fact is a definite factor. It's just yeah. it's more along the lines of Okay, Singletary is going to be your one. Cool. You need to find somebody that's a change of pace back. Because you got to remember, Singletary is relatively small. He is. Okay. He's like, and nowadays, defensive linemen, linebackers, they're bigger, they're quicker, they're faster. Like, you need somebody that can be that change of pace back that gives you that power, that power running game. Nothing against Frank Gore. Frank Gore had a he's got a Hall of Fame career and everything. But it's like you need somebody that like when it's third and one, third and two, you need somebody that could just be like, hey, take the ball and pound, and hit the hole and get that first down without sacrificing your quarterback. Right. Nothing against Josh Allen and his none of this hero ball. No 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 nothing against Josh Allen and his uh yeah. hey. Let uh crap the snap fumbled and that 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 fourth and one or whatever like that was one of the prime plays of the year. Yeah. But dude, you're the quarterback. Do not do something stupid. I know. Which Josh Allen did say he learned from the unfortunate concussion hit against yeah. New England. He started running out. He after that game, he started running out of bounds more. He started sliding more. St- and stop playing aka hero ball. Right. And his his uh interception. Yeah. Down. Yeah. Like no one talks about that. Well I think that's something important to bring up is yeah. That was a great improvement because it was so noticeable in the beginning of the, the half of the season. Oh boy! On a side note, on on a on a side note, the Buffalo Twitter is losing their collective nonsense again because uh, the Sabers lost again, and it's like, hey, let's trade Jack Eichel because he deserves better. <laughs> yeah, my phone is like blowing up with the scores and. I'm getting a million notifications. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, there'll be another Dwayne rant. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. Please, no. Um, anyways, so... We're 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 getting close to wrapping it up here. We're we're not going to go super long because like like we've stated, it's off season. There's not a whole lot going on, but we're going to do something fun because because as SpongeBob said, fun. Yes, I threw in a SpongeBob reference. Get over it. Um, so. Of course, being the off season and everything, people have kind of had their fantasy off season, so to speak. What they what they want to see done for the Bills and everything. Now, personally, me as I as uh, I said earlier. I personally would love to see them go out, go out and give Greg Olson a contract because Greg Olson is one of the guys that 
he's a hell of a veteran and can do could probably do wonders for Dawson Knox and Tommy Sweeney as like a mentor. You don't find the man for a to a four year contract. People are like, oh, he's thirty five and injury prone. Well, that kind of what happens when you play football for 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 thirteen seasons and as a tight end you get beat up. But it's one of the things of tight ends a position that they definitely need to address because we all saw granted granted like we we like going in the offseason they signed Tyler Croft which was a good signing but then Tyler Croft obviously couldn't get over the couldn't get over the injury injury bug like he had his foot and then the foot healed and then he came back and it was his shoulder or groin and it was like that kind of thrusted Knox and Knox and Sweeney into like a role that they shouldn't have been in right away. But it but they performed well. So it's one of the things of Greg Olson getting signed at the tight end position would be great. Also, you need to find someone who can replace Lorenzo Alexander. And personally, there's a couple options there free agents wise. Free agency wise. And Matthew Matt and like I said, I, I told Stephanie this off off air. Um I signed Matthew Judon in for with the Bills in my Madden Connected Franchise League in Madden 20. Um as far as like somebody that could replace give you what Lorenzo Alexander gave you as far as a pass rushing ability and linebacker ability. Yeah. Matthew Judon does that. Also Shaq Barrett from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers gives you that. Cause he's got, he's coming off of, off of phenomenal year and it's been reported that the Buccaneers are trying to save money. So it's one of the things also people are talking about them saying them looking I've seen people on Twitter uh, clamoring for the Bills to sign Austin Hooper and Derrick Henry. Let me get let me let me tell you something. If they if if they sign Derrick Henry, then Devin Singletary is not your number one back. Simple as that. That like, okay, cool. You want to sign Derrick Henry? All right. Well, Singletary is the backup. Because that man and the season he just had, he's getting paid. What about Christian Wade? What's going on with that? Um, yeah, as far as I know, Christian Wade is still... People have brought up his name uh, here in Buffalo to, like, uh, the Buffalo beat reporter Sal Capaccio. Yeah. And and whatnot. Um, Christian Wade is still, like... He basically is still like the ex- exemption if he doesn't make the team. Right. Hell, you know what? If Christian Raid comes out in the preseason and blow and runs the ball well and everything, cool. You know what? Go for it. Give him a shot. That's especially, what I was thinking. especially if you haven't draft. Especially if you didn't sign anybody in free agency, give him a shot. Or, or, or they ended up doing what? Or you end up drafting a halfback in the in the draft. Uh, to and you split and you're like okay 
you you keep T- you bring TJ Yeldon back. You have Christian Wade, and you have the the running back you drafted, whoever it may be. Okay, that's cool. But it, it's one of the things of my top three things that you need for the like fantasy wise for the Bills offseason that I want for the Bills. Um, like I said, the Buccaneers are reported to try to be saving money because they have Chris Godwin coming up for resigning. Honestly, get a hold of the Buccaneers. Give them your twenty, your twenty twenty one second, and maybe a second and third one, third next year, and get Mike Evans. So I looked this up and um, free agency legal tampering period, which oh. I love that. Oh yeah, <laughs> is in March March sixteenth. So it'll be here before you know it. Oh yeah. I mean, if we're already going into February. And February is a sh- February is a, the short month of the year, even though they got, <laughs> even though it's a leap year this year. Yeah, I know. I love how it's called legal tampering. It's just like it just sounds like uh, oxymoronic. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Tampering. <laughs> a little bit. I don't know. I always get really excited around that time. Oh yeah, free like the the free like when it, when free agency hits and then the draft hits, it's always yeah. it's always exciting times because you're like, hey, we're close to football season. Because because then then shortly after the draft you have like the voluntary OTAs and then you have yeah. training camp and whatnot. Do you follow the combine? Um, I try to, but I try I try to to the best of my ability. Mm. Um, but unfortunately, it's it's a lot. It, it's a lot. Unfortunately, I might be able to pay attention to it a little bit more this offseason because I'm not traveling on the road anymore for wrestling. So nice. Yeah. Like I can sit I can sit home on a Saturday and Sunday and watch highlights of the combine of the combines nonsense. It's just a meat market. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. Totally. That's all it is. Totally. But it, it's one of the things of the Bills. The Bills have a great ba- base to start. It's, as it stated earlier, they're not there yet. They need a few more pieces to get there. And with the question mark that is Tom Brady right now. And... I'm not saying it's the I'm not saying like everybody else, oh, it's the end of the dynasty and everything. It, you know what? The Patriots are going to be the Patriots regardless because they still have the the hood as as Bill Belichick is is being namely nicknamed. As long as Bill Belichick is still the head coach of the Patriots, I'm still worried about the Patriots. Yeah, because that man has shown that he doesn't have to have the all-star talent. He can still he can still get his team to perform. Not to mention, Bill Belichick is a defensive genius, and all it takes is that defense to get one or two more pieces in the draft or free agency, and that defense is even more stout than it already was. And it, it's one of the things of with the Bills. It's they're not there yet. You give a f- few pieces in there, and 
there you go. Like my fan, like my fantasy pick was would be Mike Evans. Like that should be the tagline for the off season. They're not there yet, but they're getting there. Yeah, like like <laughs> they're not there, but they're getting there. That's what I keep telling people and when they ask me. Oh, so what do you think about your team football team? I'm like, they're not there yet, but they're getting there. Yeah, like that's the tagline, and yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, is so. Like, my fantasy pick, Mike Evans, them signing either Matthew Judon or Jadavian Clowney or um, Shaq Barrett to give you that linebacker that can replace Lorenzo Alexander and give you, and give you that pass rushing ability from the, from the LB spot because Edmonds and Milano are your, your sideline to sideline coverage guys. And maybe and and going out and getting and going out and getting somebody somebody that's going to br- bring a veteran presence to the backfield and the tight end position because Tyler Croft ain't ain't cutting it, guys. So that's my fantasy predictions. What's your fantasy offseason for the Bills? Um. I definitely have a player in mind and I am writing a little bit of the Twitter hype train. So, um, I asked my, uh, fellow followers how to pronounce his name. Uh huh. His name is Yannick Agogwe. Oh, <laughs> Yannick. <laughs> you know, from yeah. Jaguar. Yeah. yeah. And it's really funny. Cause like, <coughs> he tweets something like Bill's Mafia will just like jump on his Twitter yep. and like say come to Buffalo and like and then of course like the Jags fans were like no he's staying blah 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 it's just really funny but um I don't know I've just I've been kind of reading up on him and you know there there is a need for to have like a good pass rusher um and especially with yeah. the fact that Jerry Hughes is going to be en- entering his like 11th or 12th season. I know, I know, and and I mean, um, so I, I he I guess he had eight sacks, uh, total pressures, um, and I, I don't know. I just I think he'd be a good fit for us, but um, I don't know. Um, also. I have more of a fantasy, not in terms of a player, but like in terms of hitting a goal. Okay. <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah, it completely um, makes sense. Obviously, obviously, like getting the right pieces in place and taking advantage of you know our top space and everything. Um, but just just making the playoffs again, hopefully. Um, and then getting that monkey off our backs with winning a playoff game. We haven't won a playoff game in, like, since, like, what, 95? Yep, 95. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just, like, building off of this this, this momentum of, of making the playoffs two out of three years and riding this wave of, you know, there, there's a there's a hunger <coughs> to, to get this playoff win. And it's so frustrating because um, I really, I really wanted us to beat the Texans 
just just to get the monkey off her backs. Yeah. Playoff win. I call it playoff win drought. I guess. Yeah. No. Absolutely. I look at. I looked at it. I look at it this way. Yes, they've made the playoffs two of the last three seasons. Okay. Right. Two years ago, it was. The, the football gods decided to throw us a bone and said, okay, you guys have suffered enough. Here you go. Right. And then we went into Jacksonville and put up three points and yeah. Um, the following year, like I said, that was, that was Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott going, all right, we need to get the hell out of this cap, salary cap jail that we are in. Because yeah. they traded Sammy Watkins and they traded Marcel Darius and then they yeah. they released this guy and that guy and you had all the salary cap penalties and everything. So you you put you put the best product on the field that you possibly could put on the field. You went six and ten. No shame in that. Everybody everybody knew it was it was it was gonna be a quote unquote garbage year to begin with. And then you go in free agency, ninety million dollars, and you're like, you you sign eighteen free agents, and granted, a couple of the free agent signings didn't didn't pan out because um, Ladadrian Wall got hurt and and whatnot, but most of the free agent signings panned out, majority of them. Okay. Now you go into another offseason, another $90 million, but this time you have to try to re-sign, you have to re-sign Phillips. You have to extend Tredavious White, Jordan Poyer, Matt Milano, Trey, Trey Man Edward, Edmonds. You, like, plus, and Brandon Means already said it. He's like, don't expect this, the same kind of offseason that we had last year. Like, truthfully, if the Bills make one or two big moves, cool. I will be happy with it. But it's one of the things of, like, you've now built to where the expectation of the team is now playoff contender. And that next goal is a playoff win to get the monkey off your back. Like you said. And honestly, I think it's the thing of if the Bills make the playoffs again and they get that win. Okay, cool. We got the win. Now, now let's focus on the next step. And if they get the wild card again, cool. You know what? Get the wild card win. Maybe get you, you go to the divisional round. If even if you lose the division round, fine. Okay, next up. All right. Well, let's try to win the division then. All right. And it's just a matter of steps because that's what it has seems it been in the process. That's what the process has seen. It's always reaching one step and then getting to that next step. I mean, we have gone years where we've seen organizations and they never even got to the playoffs. So, I mean, we, yeah, it's building blocks. I don't, like, I'm not expecting them to make the Super Bowl next this upcoming season. You know, I'm not expecting that. I'm expect I just want to just like I said, get this monkey off our backs with uh getting a playoff one. And there's some fans who have never experienced that. It's very there true. Other fans. It's very sad. Um 
So yeah, those are, that's my two cents. <laughs> well, it's a good two cents though. But that's gonna do it for us because we we've gone an hour. I figure an hour an hour is is plenty. We covered a lot. We covered a lot. We did cover a lot. We had we we kind of kind of jumped a couple places, but the most of it was focusing on the bills. We will be back again next week. Um, we're gonna try to release at least one episode per week, if not two. Um, most likely, the the length of the episodes will gradually extend depending on situations of the week. I guarantee you the episodes that are like during the free agency and the draft will definitely be longer. The episodes during the season will definitely be longer. It's just one of the things of if you're a Bills fan, tune in, listen, subscribe, share, like, download, all that fun stuff. Stuff that I am not in control of because my co-host is the queen of the social medias. Just saying. I try. <laughs> I try. She she is the proud. She's going to be the proud uh, co-owner of a selfie picture in the art gallery in Buffalo in two years. So eh, she, you do try, but you've you've made you've made your mark. I had my fifteen minutes of fame. You, you, you had your fifteen minutes of fame. I, I'm sure. I'm it's sure you're. I'm sure you're gonna get plenty more. Plenty more. Oh. But for Stephanie Wilson, I'm Patrick Ganchewski. This has been Across the Bills. Thank you for listening, and we will see you on the flip side.